Always give thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined as always by my good friend, my pal from St. Agnes in Rockville Center, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is fine. Uh, a little lighter fare this week. The topic is gratitude, being thankful to God. So, Frank, start us off today. Why is this component so important for our spiritual lives? Well, because I think gratitude is absolutely fundamental as the attitude of a child of God. Every parent knows an ungrateful child is headed for bad things. And God shows us the value of gratitude to the examples of the saints, holy men and holy women. They recognize that everything that we have received is a gift from God. And that's what really sets them apart. Of course, we have the story of the cleansing of the 10 lepers in Luke's gospel, often read on Thanksgiving Day. We know the story. Jesus is heading for Jerusalem. And as he enters a village, 10 lepers stand at a distance and cry out, Jesus, Master, have pity on us, have mercy on us. He says to them, go show yourselves to the priests. And on their way, they are all healed. Now, nine of them go off and we don't hear any more about them. And we're angry with them for failing to come back and give thanks. But we are all guilty, really, at times of failing to say thank you to people in our own lives, let alone remembering to give thanks often enough to the very author of life. Yeah, it's imperative. And first and foremost, we have to give thanks to God for life. That's the preeminent issue. You know, the incarnation was the ultimate expression of God giving dignity to our lives and our bodies. You know, divine reduced himself to human form to underscore the dignity of our bodies and lives. And it's through the body we express sentiments and movements of the soul. In society today, we don't give the soul as much thought. It's all about satisfying the impulses of the body. Yeah, not only that, but we're, you know, we're human. So, so often when we wake up in the morning, our first thought is my back still hurts. I've got this dreadful meeting scheduled this morning, or the news is bad again today. So we're distracted from an immediate sense of gratitude. I think we have to retrain and remind ourselves that before we even look at the phone or turn on the TV, we should try to say something like, Lord, open my lips and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Yeah, I mean, just the fact, like with all that goes on, especially at our age, you know, you hear all these horror stories about this has happened, this one's sick, that one's sick. The fact that you're opening your eyes and you can go about your normal day. Thank you. Right. Give thanks to God. Right. Boring is good in a lot of ways. You know, it's when it's when things pop up on you unexpectedly that all of a sudden you realize that you wish you had your routine. But whatever whatever God has given us, we must not think that it's solely for our benefit. Are we good stewards of the gifts that God has given us? Our gifts are intended to bless the whole body of Christ. When we consider this, it helps, uh, you know, it helps us not to become like the magician who believes his own magic. We have to remember these gifts are loaned to us. We have a legacy of gratitude uh, in this country, Thanksgiving Day. Uh, when the pilgrims arrived at Plymouth, they gave prayers and thanks at their first harvest in 1621. And two years later, 
was the first recorded religious Thanksgiving day when these new colonists gave thanks to God for the rain that had come after suffering through a two-month drought. I've been reading this book, The American Miracle by Michael Medford, and he recounts the most significant events in America's rise to prosperity and power from the writing of the Declaration and the Constitution to, to Lincoln and the Civil War. And he reveals all these improbabilities that those earlier Americans believed could only have come about from the hand of God. You know, so I think that uh, whether it's true or not, uh, the founders believed that events were unfolding according to a master plan, that destiny was playing a, an unmistakable role in the lifting of this nation. Thanksgiving shouldn't be once a year, but it's great to think about that day as, a, as an impetus. Right. And, and we've been blessed not by chance, but for a purpose. And that purpose is to build up the body of Christ. Whenever these exercises lead us to compare ourselves to others in ways that you know, lead to judgment and superiority, we strayed from the good that God wills. These exercises always are for the sake of, of humbling us and opening up our souls to God. Yeah. We've all learned that when things are threatened or taken away from us, like our health or the health of our loved ones, we realize that every person in our life is a gift and is to be cherished and appreciated. And so we thank God for them. And we begin to, we can now say, hey, I love you. Don't forget to say that to people and to tell them that they are appreciated. Yeah, don't take them for granted. You know, I mean, think about the church. I mean, are we grateful for the sacraments? In every sacrament, God's grace is bestowed on us and our souls are changed for the better. We should do more reading and thinking about the positive effects that uh, sacraments have had on our lives. Yeah. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy endures forever. That's Psalm 118. And we say that often in morning prayer. And again, in our own prayer lives, we have to remind ourselves that as we ask God for things in our petitions for ourselves and for others, that we include something like, Lord, thank you for loving me into creation and for my very life, as you say, and for the chance to do your will. Right. And the more we pray, the more we come to mass, God gives us graces for our state in life, whether we're single, married or a consecrated religious. You know, are we grateful for that? Yep. And again, in the Bible, the wealthy guy who finds that his barns are filled. So he decides to build even bigger barns that contain, can contain all of his wealth. And God says to him, you fool, your life will be taken from you today. He did not express gratitude to God for his wealth. No. And that's why Jesus warns us against riches. It's because the rich man has enough. He has enough money. And in effect, he thinks he's all set and he doesn't need God. You know, there's only pride and no gratitude in that person. And, and especially today, we see that all the time. You see less and less people going to church, less and less people giving thanks. Whatever we receive from God, we should ask how we can put it, how we can best put it to use for his glory. Because he gives us, he gives it to us for a reason. I think we should think more about that. And what should we pray about? Well, we want to pray, I think, for a deeper spirit of gratitude. Yep. You know, rejoice in the gifts and blessings God has bestowed on us, even your crosses, because he knows what's best you, even as hard as that seems at times. And once again, I think that's what the saints were so good at. You know, um, the everyday average person, including myself, you know, suffering, you know, suffering is tough to take, but he knows what we need to spend all eternity with him. And you 
we always have to keep that in mind, I think. Oh, yeah. And, and be, you know, uh, have gratitude for that. Amen to that. Uh, well, I'm grateful for you, Frank, and Thank for you. all of our listeners. So, folks, yes. don't forget to hit the like button and follow us at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll talk to you next time, okay? Thanks, Deacon. God bless.